0: All right, guys, the Vikings' ship is taking on water as they fall to 0-2. The Twins are getting ready to play the Yankees yet again. Things haven't changed, and we will be talking Gopher sports a little bit. Here we go, Nordy's podcast. And here we go, Nordy's podcast. I'm Eric. I'm here with Ryan and Jim. How are you guys doing?
1: Uh, uh, for this episode, we'll personally, I'm, I'm doing okay. Well. Yeah, yeah. I'm with Jim.
0: Um, yeah, we're not in a good place, and that's mostly because our Minnesota Vikings, who we picked to be what eleven and five, ten and six, one. I think.
2: Oh yeah. I think I, I said think you 12, said twelve and four because I wanted to one up you guys. Um,
0: they are. Really bad. They might
2: not win any games. Well, we're staring down the barrel of a four win season right now. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that that wouldn't surprise me. And what's coming up is going to be brutal. It's not getting easier. Yes. So So we'll we'll get into it. So, something
0: that is easy is you guys giving us a follow on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Nordy's Podcast. Also, subscribe on Podbean, Podcast app, and uh, Spotify or wherever you get your favorite podcast from. Get the Nordy's Podcast directly to your phone or your device each.
1: And every week, Mm-hmm. yeah, yes. Are we? How has anybody checked the numbers? Are we close to getting uh, Jimmy Channels his own? Uh, I think we need um thirty
2: four of them, or something like that. Thirty
0: four. It's going to be a mission. I am going to track people down individually, and we're going to get this to happen.
2: Yeah, man, go review it. I mean, it's kind of pointless, and I don't really think it does anything for your podcast, but it may may get me on the the critics side of Rotten Tomatoes. That would be super cool.
1: I can't wait for that because. I'm anxious to see your blurb show up on the Rotten Tomatoes home screen. Oh, like when gonna, you go, I'll blurb it up, dude. I'm going to be blurbing everywhere. I mean, you got you got to go through your thesaurus now. Like You're going to have to learn like some different adjectives to describe dope? different I'm films. I was just going to use dope for like everything. Dope or undope. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't that dope. It was pretty
2: <laughs> mediocrely dope. Yeah. yeah. I've seen doper. Yeah. <laughs>
0: All right, guys, um, we have a fun little beer here in front of us. What are we drinking today?
2: Dude, a uh, quick shout out to our good friend of the pod. Uh, he goes by Rich Darklighter uh, on Instagram. He knows a lot about beer. He's been in the industry for a while, and he is at Indeed, and he hooked this up, man. This is uh, the Grapefruit Paloma beer, which I love Grapefruit Palomas, the drinks. I don't even drink. If it's at like a decent place, I don't even get the margaritas anymore, man. I just up to the plomas.
1: It's a nice alternative to a margarita. Yeah. That's tastes better.
2: So they made a beer in honor of that. What do you guys think of it? Yeah, yeah. it, uh, it was great. bad.
0: That was a really bad time for me to take a sip. Um mm-hmm. it smells delicious, it tastes delicious. It is a really fun beer. I've never had anything that tastes quite like this. Tastes a lot like uh, grapefruit. Yes. obviously um but yeah it's really delicious love it haven't had uh enough indeed lately but indeed always with the fun releases i think we had like the horchata one on here we had the um
2: there's like a mexican had the, chocolate one or yeah, something yeah we had
0: the we had the pink lemonade one a couple yep. weeks back so they always have some fun ones and uh this is another one of those so it's super drinkable indeed. it's
2: not over the top with the grapefruit or anything it's very chill yeah good job guys and thanks to, to nick front of the pod
0: All right, not good job for our Minnesota Vikings. Yeah,
2: no. Not to
0: anything. 0-2, they've given up 71 points through two games, so 35.5 points a game. Is that bad? I think
1: that's bad. Has Zimmer ever had a bad defense?
0: Zimmer said he didn't (laughs) have a bad defense, and you know what the worst thing is? Is I trust Zimmer so much that I was like, guys, you know what Zimmer said? He said, have I ever had a bad defense? And he's right, he hasn't. (laughs) <laughs> that was my reason to think that the Vikings were going to be good. Well, The cornerback I, whisper fine. I don't think thing.
2: that's that crazy to like look at the track record of the people in charge the, and say... The body of work. There's right. no reason to think things would change, um, but they have. So I'm starting to
0: get worried that maybe um, a pandemic and coaching in a pandemic is a young man's game. Because uh, it seems like people like the PJ Fleck types thrive in... Some hectic times where you really have to rely on the internet Mm -hmm. and social media and, you know, come up with creative ways to reach young men. And I'm starting to think that maybe uh, Mike Zimmer and his ancient ass coaching staff Mm -hmm. that includes him and his son, Gary Kubiak, and Gary Kubiak's son,
2: Clint, Dom Capers, just like a Dom Capers sounds like he's a celebrity that died in the 70s. He's,
1: (laughs) He's the former Green Bay. Defensive coordinator. Okay. Yeah. Many years ago. He was ago. the
0: Panthers head coach in like the late 90s. I'm not kidding. I think, was he
1: their first head coach? I believe he was their first head he coach there, yeah. in
0: like 96 through like 2000. Because Coughlin
1: was the first coach for the Jaguars yeah. and Capers was the first for the Panthers.
0: Yeah. So we're saying that this is an old-ass staff, and it It just isn't getting the job done right now. Um, You know, it's so easy whenever your team is struggling to say that coaching is bad. We're getting out-coached every game, but Mm -hmm. um, it's really hard when the stats come out, and it says um, the Vikings were one of the lowest teams week one in pre-snap motion. Um, They were at like 32% of their plays, they had motion before the snap. So that means like you get set in your formation, and then you move one piece across either a running back to a wide receiver receiver to a different side of the field the tight end out wide flip the tight end yeah whatever yeah. it is you're flip just the strong side you're, yeah. you're Something just, just
2: to like last minute fuck up the defense a little bit
0: to make the defense show what they're doing though really oh, okay. like
2: it's 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 like
0: a weapon for you either to move the defense to a, a place you want them to be or more likely it's so you can try to diagnose what kind of defense they're so playing. So Jimbo, just f-
1: or for the uninitiated, yeah, yeah, I need this. if you flip the tight end or you put a receiver in motion and the cornerback doesn't go with them or the linebacker doesn't go with them, then they're most likely going to play zone or some form of a zone. Or maybe they were or if the actually
2: going to sneaky rush or something. And or you if, weren't, or yeah. if it
1: goes with them, then you're like, okay, they're in some sort of man coverage. So they're, that now you've narrowed it down slightly, okay. right, of what kind of coverage you're facing. You uh, can
0: guess what you're going to get. And like like the NFL is so complicated that they will play, they'll do like a cloud zone on one side of the field and man on the other side of the field, which is like some really advanced stuff <laughs> that they're able to do that like other levels just can't but you should have some idea about which linebacker is the mic and which is the will you should have some idea about who's uh, available to blitz you should have some idea about if it's man or zone and it's all just you trying to figure out that that puzzle before the snap the vikings were one of the lowest in the league week one in that i wonder
1: i wonder on that same topic i wonder how many uh times pre-snap the los angeles rams were moving people around i would guess it's at like 85 (laughs) yeah
0: just a ton and the other thing is the vikings week one were at zero percent motion on the snap so like you see like a guy a guy come in motion on the snap and then they either can hand it to them flip it to them they you know the fake reverses yep, and they, things like that. All that yeah. stuff, which is like everyone is doing that stuff in the NFL now. The Packers murdered us with it. We were the lowest in the league at zero percent. Zero. Not one time in the first week. That tells you where Gary Kubiak
1: is creatively. It's like mm. it's like Norf Turner again.
0: It it feels like we've gone back in time and I can almost imagine that that is the strategy that they were like, oh man, we don't have a lot of practices. We don't have a preseason. Let's keep it simple. Let's keep it simple. But it's like continuity is what they kept saying. So simple at this point in time that once they get off script you know, the scripted beginning the first 20 of plays. the game yeah. where we've looked incredible. Um, if you remember against the Packers, first drive of the game, we marched right down the field. there was like five or six plays and we scored. This week, we got the ball. We went right down the field, multiple pass plays to Thielen, go all the way down the field. We got stopped in the red zone, kicked a field goal. Both of our first drives have looked really good this year. Mm-hmm. After that, as soon as we get off the script and the game starts, you know, you have to adjust to what's happening in the game. Our offense is unbelievably boring just, and just bad
2: doesn't do anything at all can't get anything done
0: so i mean mm. this is really disappointing um they're not at this point i would say um if we were being fair uh they probably should be ranked somewhere between 30 and 32
1: in the league
2: after i two weeks. i can't how can I you possibly are argue still against that? more pathetic though but
1: right? sure but the jets are being bad on purpose yeah the like, jets, they, they were never expected to do well like we were expected to the p- potentially 15. win the division. We yeah. were
0: like the favorite to win our division. Yeah. Like the betting favorite or tied for the favorite in our division. We were supposed to be a playoff team, and we haven't been competitive. We've given up 71 points. Um, we've scored almost all of our points in garbage time now, mm-hmm. um, and it's it's just looking really terrible. Uh, the defense is awful. Um, there is no pass rush. Um, None. There is... Just easy, wide open passes to be made by anyone. Phillip Rivers didn't even play a very good game today. And how many times was he throwing it to guys who were just alone? Yeah, including um, that
2: touchdown that kind of just. And he ha- yeah, yeah, did have a drop touchdown
1: push. pass. Like Ty should have caught that. Both very of the easily. last
0: two games, he's we've given had massive pass plays where the guy dropped what should be either a touchdown or a huge play. Which,
1: I mean, like 70% of the time, those guys make those plays. I mean, yeah. We got lucky. So,
0: to me, that's really, really disheartening. Cousins has not been himself. Um, it seems like he's only comfortable throwing the ball to Thielen. Yep. Teams to are in really there seeing time. that now. Um, here's another one. Why are we not throwing the ball to Delvin Cook? Delvin Cook is not part of the passing game right now. Mm-hmm. Delvin Cook was like um, an elite Pass pass-catching yep. running back the, the last back few years. Yep. And I don't even know if he has a catch yet. If he does, it's for nothing. I mean, Mm -hmm. this offense is like the most boring offense I've ever seen. Um, We're not getting the tight ends into the game at all. Um, Irv and and Rudolph have just done nothing through two games. I think Um, Irv had
1: like three targets today and Rudolph had one. Yeah. They each had one catch. I mean, think about thinking about the modern game, right? Your tight ends and and Belichick has been doing this for years are an integral part of the modern game and throwing it out like to your backfield. And Gary Kubiak's like, nope, Dalvin Cook off tackle, you know, Mm -hmm. for six yards. And then like, nope, now we're going to pass twice. Yeah. And now we're going to punt. And it's just, I feel like I, Eric's exactly right. I feel like I'm watching an offense from the late nineties where it's like run, run, pass incomplete, punt, and then try and play good defense. But we don't have a good enough defense to do that, to play uh, that conservative. Right. And not only that, like how many play action calls, like what cousins numbers last year were out of this world out of play action and they're maybe doing that once every three drives and I, it's driving me nuts. I mm-hmm. thought
0: it was unacceptable too. Um, early in the game. I think it was still in the late in the first quarter. Uh, we get the ball. We're pretty deep moves in the second quarter. We get the ball. We're pretty deep in our own area. It's like third and seven from the four yard line. Yep. And we run like a run play to Alexander Madison mm-hmm. on third down and a friend of the pod, Phil Mackey who, was, this,
1: was that after the safety or before the safety? Um, this was before the safety. The first safety or the second safety?
2: We have safeties in <laughs> the one, both the one today. Yeah, I mean the one today.
0: <laughs> this was before that, and it was third down, and we ended up just punting three and out from inside our own 10. And Phil Mackey said, if you're going to pay Cousins as one of the top 10 quarterbacks in the league, what is the point if you're not willing to throw the ball on third and seven or whatever it was? Yeah. You know, it's just like – if you want to play that kind of style, then you get rid of Cousins, you draft a guy, and you play a guy on a cheap He deal. hands off and throws little shuffle passes. And you, 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 passes you go and get you know, a Justin Herbert kind right. of rookie quarterback who hands off the ball, and you play
2: really conservatively. And then you spend on your defense. So, uh, yeah. I don't
0: know. I, I'm just really um, frustrated with this team. I
2: feel like you're getting more frustrated the more you're talking about it. <laughs> Are you working yourself up or down?
0: I mean, right I can't be that upset by this because they, weren't, they haven't been in a game yet. That's true. I mean, this isn't like, you know, this isn't the be- kind of game. Beyond the
1: first quarter, we have not been in either of the games. Yeah, we're not blowing huge leads.
0: We're not even competitive. <laughs> like, I, I just think get it's, a lead first. it's really hard to be really upset when you're just not even competing. You yeah. know, like there was no point of this game where I was like, we're going to win this game. No. Like, pretty much um, as soon as the first two drives were out of the way, I was like, hmm, this doesn't seem like it's going well. Seems a lot like last week. Yeah. Um, we're dying in the run game we're giving up a billion yards to the air getting we're, no pressure we have one sack in two games
2: how many interceptions today three three we threw three picks so he's at five in two games
0: yeah something like that I probably wish. should have been four today it's yeah. just i mean we're, we are in a bad place so i mean next week uh we now have about a 10 percent chance of making the playoffs is all which is never fun with
1: an expanded field too which makes it almost even worse if, what are
2: our chances at first overall pick how about that I think our chances are better for that than they are for yes. the playoffs. Yes, but I All mean, right. we're not
0: going to get that. You, we'll blow that too. We'll get. We'll win like six games and get like the eleventh pick. You know, yeah. We're we're primed to do some dumb stuff. We like call that,
1: that the Minnesota special, Eric. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: and and also uh, we we don't have an early second round pick because we gave it away for a one year rental of Yannick Ngakwe. So. That's where we're at. Okay. So we'll talk more. We'll go a little more in depth, and we'll break down next week's game against the Tennessee Titans later this week on Nordy's podcast, Purple Pride podcast. So check that out. Um, We'll have a less um, rosy. uh, We've picked the Vikings both weeks.
2: And next week?
0: I'm not picking the Vikings. The Vikings open up as one-and-a-half-point underdogs at home.
2: Okay. sad to
0: a team that barely beat the jacksonville jaguars we
1: right. <laughs> like when we we made our predictions i think all of us like immediately thought colt's game
2: that's easy that's a win that's a pushover. over titan's no game problem. that's
1: a win worst case will be one and one yep you know play a tough tennessee team you know at home but that's probably a win yeah uh, now i'm looking at that like derrick henry might run for 275 yards <laughs> i just think if that, anthony bars out uh, yeah all, all bets are off at this point right
0: I just think that uh, any offense who needs some confidence would be excited to play the Vikings right now.
1: I mean, it's we're going to get All torched changed. by Aaron Rodgers, which is acceptable, Phillip Rivers, who's 40. Not acceptable. Not acceptable. And potentially Ryan Tannehill. And it's going to be a sad day. Hmm. It's going to be if we're 0 3, and let's say the Titans win like 35, 21 or something. Yeah. Write them off.
2: Done. So and I was asking you guys about this earlier at what point do you do do you make a move do you let people go do you fire the coaches do you nothing during the season
0: If you fire Mike Zimmer who you just gave an extension to it you'd owe him tons of money and you would replace him with Dom, Gary, Gary Kubiak, Kubiak. or Don Capers. Yeah. No, but there's no good young coach that's going to be like, yeah, let me take on that terrible situation where I can't install anything I want to do or bring in my own coaches in the middle of the year. You yeah. know, no one's going to do that. So I would say that the chances are that Zimmer's here for at least one more year after this, unless they're just tragically terrible from start to finish this year. Um, but, but, but if we're really terrible and we're like three and thirteen and one of the worst teams in the league, which doesn't okay. seem too crazy at this point um you would have uh i would say eric Bieniemy would be my choice of coach the offensive coordinator for the chiefs and um a guy who probably should have been coaching an nfl team for year.
2: sure cool so well it's sad that we're talking about replacing the coach and needing a new qb and all these things but i mean we were thinking that's th- where we're, we're at we're
1: thinking playoffs and now we're like let's see if we can get a top five yeah <laughs> now right. i'm like can we
2: get uh Uh, one of the two quarterbacks,
0: one of the three, we got three big quarterbacks. One of them's from Alexandria. You guys know that? Okay. So you have, uh, Clemson kid, um, Trevor, Trevor
2: Lawrence. Yep. That'd be exciting.
0: That's not happening, but it'd be cool. You have the Ohio state kid, Justin Fields, who, you know, looks super exciting as well. I
2: would
1: love him.
0: Either of those guys. And then the third one is, I think his name's Trey Lance. He's the North Dakota state. Okay. And he is uh, from Alexandria, Minnesota.
2: I would want to skip him then. I I I would want Justin Fields. Yeah. If I have my choice. yeah,
0: I mean,
1: those two are.
2: Significantly better. there's,
0: There's two top two picks. Right. And then Trey Lance is probably like a top 10 to 15 pick. But like depending on how he tests it, maybe he's a top five pick. Okay. He's like a big, huge physical freak.
1: Is that where Wentz went? Yep. So same school, just producing baller NFL QBs. Pretty
0: much they're like, hey, do you want to come win? Are you not quite getting the respect you think you deserve in Power 5 Conference Division 1? Are they 1AA? Come play 1AA football. We win the national championship eight of the last nine years. We literally haven't really lost a game in like a decade, and we just churn out NFL players. They're
1: like the Bayern Munich of 1AA. Do
0: you
2: think they're trying to come up? Nope. Promote? i think they're real happy they're happy where they're at i
0: think they're like the kings of north, north dakota, dakota. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> dude i feel like we could move there and be the kings of north dakota within two months i can't be that much competition out there but
0: oh we wouldn't even have to change that much yeah <laughs> no DAC podcast <laughs> yeah right there you go all right guys we'll move on to uh a team that's way more promising.
1: Little, little greener pastures.
0: Yes, that is the Minnesota Wild. <laughs> okay, <laughs> um, greener literally. I the guess. Minnesota Wild, um, they've made a couple moves. Uh, they're desperately trying to find a new center. Um, they don't have one and they haven't had one. Um, they feel pretty good about their two young star wings. Um, what's the guy Kaprizov. we already have? Kaprizov and then uh, yep. what's the kid we already have? Yep, that guy. Uh, mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. That dude. Do, you, do uh wow no this isn't fiala fiala kevin Ooh, fiala thank nice, nice you nice work
0: i wasn't gonna get it i wasn't so no, for some reason i kept
1: wanting to say dumba like i know that's not who i it kept was, wanting but...
0: to say felino so i was like on the right path
1: yeah but... you had the right first letter
0: <laughs> um yeah <laughs> <laughs> so they want to get someone to set these guys up they want to get someone who consistently can win draws and maybe play uh be a good two-way player for us they are hard to come by. It's really hard to find guys. Um, I would say that their best chance to really get one of the top um, centermen, it would be to move Dumba would be the best thing that they could do. And right apparently now. that's on the table. Oh, I think it's very yeah. much on the table. A right shot, Defenseman who can play on the power play, who can score goals, who can reasonable pinch
1: reasonable three year contract left. Good age. I mean, yeah.
0: he's a, a an asset for yeah. them to move, and so I think as they're looking, he's going to be a piece that's on the table, especially with them locking up uh, Jonas Burdine for seven more years. Why does the NHL always do
1: that? Yeah, I don't know, but anyway. And then to to add on to that, the don't forget, there's an expansion draft coming up as well, and Dumbo would be one of the guys that they probably wouldn't be protecting just based on contracts they would keep spurgeon and he would get picked up for sure for sure would so get drafted it's so, the kind so of thing where we're if, gonna... they, if they move him then that's kind of smart business because he's likely to get picked uh in the expansion draft for the seattle uh kraken
0: yes and it went really well in the last expansion draft i thought oh. we did a great job <laughs> We were like, hey, don't take one of our defensemen. Instead, we'll give you Howla and Tuke. And he's... Tuck, just, Alex Tuck. Tuck,
1: Tuck. He's who's an absolute like world beater. Like
0: a monster forward for one of the best teams
1: in the league. Well, I think so, they were going to take him anyway. And so then I think the Wild swung a deal that said, we'll trade him to you if...
0: You can't... Um, guys who are in the first three years of their contract are not eligible. Oh. So like if you're... Unless you've played in the... In the professional part of it for long enough and so you can't just go pillage someone's best prospect so you have to be a guy so we literally paid them with a f- guy who we had just taken in the first round to not take one of our Defense defensemen men. yeah ridiculous Ugh. so yeah i think that the move will be to trade him but they did get nick Bjugstad, blaine's own nick Bugstead, for a song and a dance um, this was a big player in the NHL for the last few years, playing in Florida for the Panthers. Um, he was uh, Blaine Bangle, and then a Golden Gopher, um, was a first-round pick and a big center for the Panthers. Um, then
1: he had a, he had a couple injury like riddled seasons, but then he had like one season where he played almost the entire year and was an absolute monster.
0: Then he he found his way to Pittsburgh, and was beat up a bunch and hardly played and didn't do much when he did play so he's got a lot to prove he's 27 years old Pittsburgh is still got a lot of life in him Pittsburgh wanted him gone so badly that they are they get I think we traded a seventh round pick and they are covering a good chunk of his deal perfect is there seven rounds is there five rounds I don't don't know. know we gave up a nothing pick and we're paying like half of his contract uh so totally a flyer on a guy in the last year of his deal and then um the bigger one was trading um Eric Stahl and they to our, si-
1: our sister city
0: Buffalo, Buffalo where we <laughs> seem to trade
1: most of our players or get trades from.
0: Um, so we ended up getting uh, Johansson. Yeah, Johansson, Marcus Johansson, who has had a terrible year. He had well, nine, Buffalo is bad too. Nine goals and twenty-one assists in sixty games. Um,
1: but like a, I think a couple years ago in the playoffs, he was one of their best players. Like he was pouring in goals. Um, I think it was just a very down year for him and Buffalo. So
0: he was a big deal for years with the Capitals. Like he was like the second guy behind or maybe that's the team i was thinking of. Yeah, the behind Caps, the Ovechkin. Yeah. And He was like a superstar there for years. Like he was one of the top forwards in the league and then, you know, he moves around a little bit, gets a little banged up like a lot of guys do and then he just hasn't had that same success. Now his most successful years came when he was playing on the wing more and the Wild are going to move him to play center. Center, yeah. which hasn't gone well.
1: Sure, but we traded Stall and Miko's not coming back, so we need uh we need warm bodies that can win faceoffs. So yeah.
0: Yeah, so there you go. Some moves for the wild more will definitely be coming. It'll be interesting to see what happens as we get closer to the draft. Um right now the NHL is I mean, is there something that's more must watch right now than the NHL? The finals between <laughs> the Dallas Stars and the Tampa Bay Lightning.
2: Yeah, that's a skip.
0: Isn't that exactly me. the problem with the NHL?
1: Yes, and now they're adding another team. Yeah. Right. We have the Columbus Blue. J- I mean, they're they're just dumb. The dumb Carolina
0: decisions. Hurricanes. You have numerous teams in the state of Florida. Two in Texas, <laughs> like multiple a Arizona Vegas team. Yeah. Arizona, like what are these people thinking? You need to do
1: the twelve and 12, 12 and Eric's twelve plan. Twelve
0: and twelve forever. One other, th- I love it. one
1: other thing to talk about uh, with the Wild, I think, is Bill Guerin, the GM is not afraid to move a guy who's a popular locker room I like guy that. Yep. who is, who wanted to be in Minnesota. Like he wanted to, to raise his kids here, which, you know, they still can, like he can find, like, I'm sure he can afford like an apartment in Buffalo. Like I'm sure he, he's fine there, but right. um not afraid to move on. And Eric Saul was like thir- 37, going to be 38 in the upcoming season. Not to say he wasn't productive, um, but we get a 29 year old um, add a little bit of money to the cap but you're giving yourself a better chance now. Like, I mean, Stahl at some point is going to hit the wall. We saw it with Miko Koivu. We're gonna see it with Parise and Suter if we haven't already. Mm-hmm. And he's not afraid to get rid of them. I wouldn't be shocked. Um, I, I don't know how many years left Parise and Suter have on their deals that if they're not moved at some point soon post-COVID. Mm-hmm. Like back when things get into the real world and like, you know, Suder's got a 2 year deal left, uh, move him to Nashville for like maybe a young, uh, prospect or flyer or something like that. They, t- they finished out his 13 year deal and whatever. So I like the fact that Bill Guerin is like, we're not keeping the guys that are popular in Minnesota. Yeah, That's always been the problem. Like I love Nino Niederreiter. Like, yeah, he was bad. He wasn't good. <laughs> like I'm, I know he was popular here, but let's move on. So uh, yeah, the I,
2: expectations for a, like a personality in an NHL player are so basement that if somebody could even like smile when they interview everybody's in love with them yeah don't trade them
0: i love the don't trade them on everyone crowd like just we want to keep everyone but our team isn't good right they're like can't we just trade someone else Just like get a new team- coach well like there.
1: grandland grandland was the perfect example of like all the talent in the world put it together for one season but never really never really had a consistent streak of like domination and everyone's like, "Dude, we have to have Grant. This is gonna be Grantland's year." And it just never ended up being his year. And thank God we moved on from him. Yeah. Okay.
0: Let's play a a, a quick fire game here. Okay. Love it. Uh, the game is: Who are the most untradable Minnesota athletes right now? For okay. whatever reason possible.
1: Um, I would wow. say Kirk Cousins Kirk is pretty Cousins is probably the most yeah pretty untradable just because of the fully guaranteed contract. The fully
0: guaranteed paid. contract and the the penalties that we would pay if we traded him the cap hits yeah. it would be like tons and tons and tons of dead money like the deal is pretty much set up like he has real security that he will be here
2: um there's nobody on the timberwolves including towns I'm, i'll put towns in there because you'd really have to get the right deal for him so it's that makes him less tradable but no reason to say he's off the table at all
1: so really our our top two most untradable guys are for contract reasons
2: not yeah. because they're the because we're like, like they're the lifeblood we're so happy to have this person. We just need to build around them. Keep them keep them. No.
1: I don't know if there's any on the twins
0: um I'd say the most untradeable twins player that's on the major league roster is probably Buxton.
1: I would say it's probably more one of one of our prospects.
0: But I'm seeing on the on, oh, okay. major on, on the major roster. league roster.
1: Um mm. I'd
0: say it's probably Buxton. Yeah, he's I mean, he's not the Cruz is better, but Cruz is old as hell.
1: Yeah. Rosario is going to be a free agent. I don't think. But I mean, and he's very tradable. Yeah. Um.
0: So then, there's no one on the wild other than that. It would be really hard to trade Parisi and Suter.
1: But it depends on how much money they have left on their deal. A lot. <laughs> no, but I think they signed the like 13 year deal in 2010. Right. Something like that. So they only have like three years left. It's not. It's not that much money. Wow. They're just old and bad. That
0: actually made me feel better.
1: Yeah. Wow. Th- that's what I was saying. Thank I wouldn't you. be surprised to see them. Yeah. I mean, I guess know, I guess Parisi
0: almost got moved on. Deadline day this. Yes. Year, so. Yeah. All right. Um, so what
1: we're saying is there's not a lot. There's there's nobody from a talent perspective, right? Where you would say, we we're have so lucky have to, to have keep this it. person right need to keep them i would say
0: talent wise i would say they would say buxton towns fiala and maybe like cook and hunter
2: yeah i would agree probably
0: be the guys just based on talent
2: alone yeah Ooh, sad not good that's not good. rough lean times here in lean Minnesota.
0: times here all right guys um Let's move on to some college talk, okay? Okay. So we're going to talk a little college football. The Big Ten uh, voted to now come back in like late part of October.
1: It's like mid-October, I think. It's
0: like oh, the no, 20- the 24th, right? Okay, yeah. yeah. So they're going to play like two games in October, like four games in November, and like four games in December? Or is it eight games? That sounds about right. Like I don't know. it's nine games. It's going to be really stupid, honestly. I mean, it's going to be Why? terrible. Um the fact that they're going back on this just because everyone else didn't, the fact that other teams are going to have like a month and a half head start on them. Like it's going to be super awkward. Um, Now, the one thing that is cool about this is Rashad Bateman who opted out is now trying to get back into the team which is great
1: he's back on campus apparently but
0: remember he hired an agent and the um not professional not for profit not even though these colleges literally came out and said without football we won't survive i think that makes you a professional yeah uh, football school um The rule is if you hire an agent, you are no longer eligible to play college football. Now, I will not. I thought they
1: I thought they I thought they changed that, that you could hire an agent. But as long as you didn't enter the draft, then you were still eligible.
0: Um, no, I think it's the opposite. You can enter the draft if you don't Don't hire an an agent. agent. Okay, I got you. And so technically Mm. all of these star players from even a lot of Big Ten schools, especially Ohio State, a couple from Penn State, Bateman, obviously from the Gophers, everyone has a few of those guys um, have opted out. If college football doesn't change their rule in a year where things were so messed up, where the Big Ten canceled their season, then reinstated their season. Also, there's a freaking pandemic if they do not allow these kids to play and at least temporarily change this rule, I will not watch college football this year.
1: That's pretty fair. I I will watch the Gophers. I don't know how much other college football I will watch, but I I agree that it's like they canceled the season. So like I'm going to hire an agent and, and then they like, they're like, well, we're talking about a season after Thanksgiving. And he's like, well, the draft is going to be in, June why would I want to like risk an injury or you know anything like that Mm -hmm. so of course he's going to opt out at that point but then they changed it again and now we're like we're moving it back to October and it's going to be kind of a shortened deal so now all these players want to play. They have to let these kids. They back. have to. And, and they I, will. I think they will because it's good for college football. Yeah,
0: it's good for ratings yeah. and it's good to have more star players, and which is games.
1: also the reason that they brought this back is because the pressure of the money got to them and then yeah. they make up all these excuses like, well, we have better testing now, which might be true. But the real reason you're doing this is because you're going to go broke. It would yeah, be great, yeah, though. Yeah. They're a totally different team if Bateman's on this team. I mean, they just are.
0: He's he's truly yeah. game changing. Well, like imagine player. if the Packers
1: didn't have Devonte Adams, right? Like, I mean, it's just. A... I
0: love that reality. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> That's no, an
1: alternate timeline fucking... where Ruth Bader Ginsburg is still alive. So. Oh god! All wow. right, have a moment Sorry. of silence. All right. Uh, okay,
2: I guess not. Well done.
0: There you go. <laughs> um, all right, so they're going to open up with Michigan. Do we know if it's home or away?
1: I don't know. I, I don't at remember. Michigan. I think it's at Michigan.
0: That's okay. I Michigan's can't wait for, for the loser program.
1: I can't wait for that December 28th game at TF or T TC, Jesus Christ. TCF Stadium yeah. where uh we have to have volunteers come out and uh shovel all of the, you know, uh the snow mm-hmm. stands and the, the field and everything like that and we're going to pretend like it's awesome cuz we're
2: Minnesota and we're like this we're is so fucking tough. stupid. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I yeah, I'm not very excited. I should be more excited, but I'm not.
2: I'm excited. I just don't know if it's... Just because they're saying it's going to happen doesn't mean it's going to happen. I mean, we'll see how these other teams do. Wasn't the LSU coach like, oh, yeah, all our guys have COVID right now. Yeah, Ed.
1: Yeah.
2: Oh, yeah. No, that was perfect. Exactly how he said yeah. it.
0: Yeah. Um, all right, guys. Next up, we're, stick- we're going to a new type of gopher sport. We're going to gopher basketball, one of the only gopher sports that we're not canceling for good. Okay. Yeah. Because yeah. we did cut... Boys and girls track, gym, boys, gymnastics, mm-hmm. and swimming, mm-hmm. I think are all gone. Gone. Goodbye. Oh, wow. Goodbye. Um, yeah, they just didn't have the money, they said. Yeah, so. and I
1: think it was like the indoor
2: track season.
0: And outdoor. Oh, outdoor's Both. gone too? There's four sports canceled. Indoor track, outdoor track. Is that temporarily?
2: Is that during I mean, the season and sort of like they want to bring it back or what? I, I'm sure at some point I mean, they will bring it back. think about all the facilities they have well, built for this stuff.
1: But I think it starts in like November. So yeah. like the indoor I, I season. I think
0: that they, they, they cut the program i mean they fired the coaches so at some point they could bring these programs back when the money is right but they like for now for now there is no program and like if they're if they bring it back they'll have to hire new coaches um all right so go for basketball all right so this is kind of a weird piece of news but i did see this coach named brian i'm not sure if it's dutcher or dutcher Um, he's the coach for San Diego State, the San Diego State Aztecs, right? And they are perennially one of the best college basketball teams. I think last year they spent a good chunk of the year as the number one team in the country. Does that ring a bell? I think, I think they were like one of the top teams. I think they were a number one seed in the tournament last year. Um, So they're like a really proud uh, college basketball program and their coach just signed a new long-term extension with them. For with a seven million dollar buyout, okay, so it's a pretty huge buyout for a college basketball coach. But one team has a one million dollar buyout, is all, and that is the Minnesota Golden Gophers. This dude so... literally negotiated in a please come and get me on the cheap Minnesota Golden Gophers clause into his contract begging us to come get him really all we have to do is get rid of that greasy creep richard (laughs) patino (laughs) and this dude could be our coach
2: so just a million bucks and you got him
0: a million dollar buyout plus you know a massive contract
2: for him that greasy creep that's That's greasy i agree i don't know if he's a creep i think that might be a little unfair or is it just If you're greasy, you're also a creep.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I don't know, man. The patinos are just up to no good. I mean, I feel you. I feel you. So, I mean, how exciting is that, that a coach, a top coach wants to come you know, be a coach here at the University of Minnesota. That's a very
2: interesting story. I had not heard that yet. So, so
0: he is like a top-line coach. Like I said, a $7 million buyout is a big deal, and he is looking desperately to come to the Gophers at some point. I think he made some comment that this is his team or something like that, he said. Interesting. Um, I'm not sure exactly. Um, I think he's related to or has some connection to... um, Gosh, what's the guy's his name? This is
2: Dad, a huge, big-time. I think legacy his dad coach. is a
0: former coach of the of the Gophers, oh, okay. or something like that. So, what'd you find? Did you look it up?
1: I, I was just curious how you said the San Diego State Aztecs were like a one seed, weren't they last year?
0: They were like the number one team in the country for a good amount of time.
1: Yeah, but they were never going to be a one seed just based on RPI. Yeah, but they were like undefeated, like twenty nine and zero. I mean, yeah. So so was like Gonzaga like, is the same Florida kind of Florida Southern. Yeah, but Florida whatever.
0: Southern has never ranked number one in the whole college basketball. I mean, they were kind of like they're like a uh, Gonzaga, like St. Mary's, like those those big powerhouse West Coast teams. Who, you know? Okay. Um, what seed were they? I don't know. Oh, okay. All right, guys. Um, next up, we're going to. We didn't have a tournament this
1: year, so I don't remember. <laughs> oh,
0: that's right. Yeah. <laughs> um, next up, we're going to the NBA playoffs. So we're down yeah. to the final four teams. Um, we have uh, game one massacre. Where the Lakers absolutely trounced uh, the, uh, the
2: Denver Nuggets.
1: Nuggets. Oh, uh, yeah. Nuggets got kind of screwed. I feel like
2: why by with not the, being very good. Well, with
1: like the Jokic fouls like yeah. early that were really soft. They need him. Yes, it like, was pretty really crazy. Soft. Like,
2: it was like something like they shot. I think the Lakers shot twenty-four free throws in the second quarter or something like just obscene. Yeah, I mean, you know, I can imagine like. The refs being like, it's probably best. If the we NBA get the, Lakers for the finals. Like, the let's NBA
1: go. was like, we lost out on the the Lakers and Clippers thing. Yes, we're not losing out on let's LeBron being quick. in the
2: finals. Like that's not going to happen. So we'll see. I mean, I I think it's it's maybe not a sweep. It's maybe like a five game Lakers series. Um, but then again, I you know I thought the Celtics were going to beat the Heat, and that did not happen the heat came through and, and what they're like two games to two to one, two to one right they, they, now. So there's the first a chance, two. but um, you know, I, f- I feel
1: like that has the little bit of the makings of the, the Raptors versus the bucks last year yeah. in the Eastern conference finals where I picked, I picked the bucks and then they went up two zero, and then the Raptors just kind of figured everything out and it was never close after yeah. that. And I feel like maybe the heat shot their shot. I mean, pun intended, but, they gave their best effort, but
2: really, the talent on Boston is going to win the day. Yeah. Um, well, Gordy is back. I know you guys had asked about that a couple weeks ago, and I said, I think he's coming back. He's back. Hayward's back. So, I mean, he's a big-time player. That that will help the Celtics. Sure. And it, in an already loaded
1: roster. Oh, huge. I mean, so. And the, and the Heat are doing the best they can with, like, a couple really good players and then a bunch of role players. Um, yeah. And I think, I think the Boston-LA thing, if we want to put on our tinfoil hats for a second, is the only thing the NBA wants right now. Just mm-hmm. from a ratings perspective, it makes the best storyline. They got one of their best young coaches, I guess one of their best young rosters against, you know, some of the vets in LA and we can recreate Bird versus Magic and LeBron versus, you know, Tatum and all that stuff and and I think that's where it's going to end up. But I'd be great with that. I did I'd ask you guys. I said what if the Heat went game 1 cuz you guys didn't think you thought it was going to be like 4-1. Yep. Um, the Heat were frisky. Especially in the in the previous round, and and I know they
2: they looked. They haven't lost many games in this playoffs. It's like they've had a very smooth run. They're they're fresh. Their series haven't gone that many games. Yeah. Um, I mean, it's possible. I don't know. I still think I keep like writing them off, and then they continue to surprise me. So at some point, I might learn, but probably not. Um, I don't know. I mean, it would it would be cool if they could be competitive with the Lakers. It'd be great to see that the Heat. Lakers, I'd be fine with that. Well, we can all agree it's not going to be Denver, Miami, right? <sighs> I'd be shocked if Denver could could upset the Lakers. I mean, the Lakers need to be the favorites through the whole thing. The the they, NBA will never. It doesn't let matter them. who wins, the Celtics, Heat. I'm still going to put maybe in six, maybe in six or five, depending on which team comes out of it.
1: I fully agree. Lakers but, but they should need, have no trouble this year. And that I suppose the finals result doesn't matter as much as getting the Lakers there. Yeah, yeah. Just yeah. from a. TV, audience, money, ratings, perspective. It's just
0: also tough, though, because when you really think about it, I mean, I know there are other players involved, and I actually probably prefer the role players of Denver a little bit more, but the Lakers literally have um, Anthony Davis, who is currently better than the amazing Jokic. I mean, Jokic is incredible, but... Anthony Davis is a terrible matchup for him, and actually does really well um, against him. So that is tough for them. And then it comes down to Murray versus LeBron, and LeBron is the most consistent player in the league, and Murray is a little hot and cold. He's a great scorer, but I just I just don't see how they can win this matchup. I don't think it's a good matchup for the Nuggets at all. Um, I think that the Lakers are cheering for Boston as well. I think that the depth, the shooting, the length of the Heat would give them more trouble.
1: Yeah, and it was interesting to hear LeBron after, you know, Giannis was mm-hmm. named MVP. Just being really candid. He's like, I'm pissed. I'm pissed. Dude, he had a great season.
2: Yeah. Giannis was a little bit better. but Giannis, I mean, yeah.
1: But look where the Lakers are versus where the Bucks are. So,
2: you know, and it it's not a, it is a regular season award. And so LeBron true, is, is true, coming true, true. out and showing how amazing he is. But he saves a lot for the playoffs, too. So you might need to go a little harder during the season if you want. And maybe that's not a good idea for him. So just chill out with the MVPs. I know it, it sucks. He has a lot of pride and wants to be the best and wants everyone to respect that. And so I, I but imagine remember, now remember he's going to go even harder in the playoffs. LeBron's
1: so. not as competitive as Michael Jordan was. Remember right. That. Yeah, exactly. He
2: doesn't care. <laughs> right. God, it's
1: so No, stupid. he literally,
2: like, early in the season, he's like, you know, when I come to a team everyone now expects that team to win. And so I take that very seriously. Yes. Like he, he's literally like if they lose, you know, either the finals or this, he will sit down and say, I didn't do enough. I did, you know, he will take ownership of it because when they win, he'll be like, I'm the greatest motherfucker. I did it again. You know, yeah. and he should be able to say that. Yes. I can't wait. I, I, half of me is cheering for him, but fuck the Lakers too. So, and I don't like Jimmy Butler, but I also am obsessed with Jimmy Butler it's not healthy. It's a love-hate. I'm just enjoying it. I've watched one or two games every night that they've been on. It's been a lot of fun. You
1: almost kind of like stalk him. It's it's almost like that weird I'm on the,
2: like, i on I see him on the social media. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's a problem. You like I hate this guy. Like, and then look you're like, at him. yeah, but look how good he is. He listens to country music. What a fucking weirdo. Yeah. But he's captivating on yeah. and off the court, I got to tell you.
0: Oh, okay. By the way, just what an up? update I found it um, at the end of the year when the, the whole thing fell apart. Uh, Sa- San Diego State was the sixth ranked team in the country, and they were 30 and two. and They're projected to have a two seed okay. in the whole thing. So, okay. my whole point was just a good fucking coach, good program, wants to move up, wants to come be a gopher. Bring him in.
2: Let's get him. Let's get him right now.
0: I mean, it would probably be a bad look that we're cutting a bunch of programs and then we're paying off creepy, slimy guy and then bringing in a new coach on big money probably doesn't go very well. So,
1: But then he's got that California recruiting angle. I like
0: that. Which
2: could help. Greasy, slimy.
1: Greasy,
0: slimy. Creepy. All right, all right, guys. Finally, we're going to stop uh, talking after we get through a little baseball talk. Uh, the Minnesota Twins um, are a very good team. They are. And for all of their flaws, they're still one of the best pitching and hitting teams in the entire league. Statistically. Yes. Yeah. It's not always fun to watch, and they've blown some games that they shouldn't. Um, but... But
1: everybody does, absolutely every baseball. year. And, and if this was a 162 game season, that Taylor Rogers blown save against the White Sox would have been like whatever, oh, bad. Is, day, but like bad day at the office, yeah.
2: you know, doesn't really matter. I mean, a great team wins in a full size season, what 65 percent of their games right. or something. It's not like that unexpected that we're gonna lose a couple, right?
0: Um. So, right now they're beating the Cubs, but they are definitely going to finish in second place in the division. Um, it looks as if they will be locked into one of the four or five seeds right next to their favorite team to play in the playoffs, the, the New, New York, York Yankees. Mm. Looks almost assured at this point that the two of them will meet in the first round of the playoffs. Perfect. Now, Damn. where we play is the only big difference, and I will say. Um, I'm not saying we are the favorites in that matchup, especially with the Yankees winning 10 straight and absolutely pounding balls out of the
1: park. Let's not forget. I don't remember what day it was. They hit five home runs in a row in one inning.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, they're absolutely murdering the ball right now. (laughs) That's awesome. Um, But I will say this is a different Twins team um, because I do think that their pitching is probably better than it's been in a few years. Not saying that it will be enough to get past the Yankees, um, but they definitely went out and got Kenta Maeda, who has been, at very least, very reliable um, starter with quality starts pretty much every single game. A mm-hmm. uh, couple amazing performances from him. Pineda is back and looking pretty good. He looks sharp. Hopefully, um, Hill will be able to pitch uh, out of the bullpen maybe yes. He'd in the he will be like the long relief guy. Um, Dobnik is... Not for me. Um, Barrios with some performances here late in the season. That give you a little bit of hope. So if you could get some great performances. Oh, and Odorizzi looked good in if his
1: last he, outing, too. As long as he doesn't get any more. Bl- I mean, he's been snake bit like all season, yeah. like almost killed by a line drive. And then uh, blisters on his finger on uh, like in a really good start. So hopefully like he just like let's just shut him down and get him ready for the playoffs. And he could throw five solid innings.
0: I think I would go Maida, Pineda, Barrios. And then I would bring Hill and um, Dobnik and Odorizia out of the pen, with kind of a plan on which one for each game, so they could really warm up and give it a go if we needed to pull someone quickly.
1: So I think it depends on whether we're playing at Yankee Stadium or at home. I think if we're at home, I think I go Barrios, Maeda, and it, it, I guess it all depends on the matchups too, like who is pitching for the Yankees. Um, for their starters, but I think I would go Barrios in game one to like, maybe, I don't know, ease the pressure on him because if we're Owen one and he's pitching game two or game three and we're down, like, I think he's going to fold, but I think if he gets through five innings, maybe gives up a run or two, then I think that will boost his confidence for the playoffs and then go Maeda game two for, for, to throw your best pitcher at probably their best pitcher. Um, who is, uh, who's the guy from Garrett Cole. So best it depends guy. No, oh, it uh, just happens to be Garrett Cole. Okay. So maybe maybe you just waste Barrios then against Cole, assuming that if you get a win out of it, great, and then you have Maeda for almost a guaranteed win against their is it Severino? Yeah. As their
2: as their second guy. So he's, he's really good too. Jesus today you there's have, no good options. It's a guaranteed win. Well, you but, but just like said that, but no, but as if he, we're not going to get. Swept. No, no, but you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> where where you are,
1: like we're throwing our best guy, and yeah. we expect to win. Yes, not, yes, not yes, a guaranteed yes. win, but we expect to win when he's
2: pitching. You're setting it up right. Yes.
0: Okay. Um. Just so you know, Barrios today pitching against the a good Cubs team on the road. Six innings so far, four hits, one walk, four Ks, no runs. So he has been better, pretty solid. He's yeah, been he's been much better in in recent weeks than he was for the opening stretch of the season where he was. Look, look, look like it was never the right. only
1: one that wasn't struggling was randy dobnick and that was bad so did
0: you know he was an Uber
2: driver? Uber driver? Uh, he did drive an Uber. Wow. I've heard. <laughs> yeah, I've heard about that.
0: Um. All right. So are uh, we feeling hopeful about this Twins team? It wasn't a good sign to me that they were competitive, but lost three out of four in a must win series against the White Sox. That one really kind of stung. Yeah, that hurt. We were going into that series, playing some of our best ball. We whooped up on the Indians. We were in a good position. And then we just I mean, the one game where we lost three to one was one of the hardest games I've ever watched of baseball where we had 10 walks in the game and left 14 on base including 3 out of 4 innings where the inning ended with the bases loaded uh, we scored one run.
1: I've never seen anything like that. That
0: was absurd.
1: Yeah. Usually you get like a lucky like, you know, duck snort over the second baseman or something like that and it just just didn't really happen. Did you got uh, this
0: guy. What do you say? You got this guy with this baseball the slang. The duck snort
1: A duck snort? (laughs) Yeah, where
2: like just gets over the the second baseman's glove. I have never heard that in my life. Nope, never heard of that in my life. That's old baseball terminology. (laughs) I like it. Anytime you want to bust that old-fashioned shit out, I like it. Bring it. Well, in the Vietnam War, we, uh, you know. (laughs)
0: Yeah. Um, Yeah, so there you guys go. We are uh, running out of time here, but we got some more episodes for you guys later this week so check those out we'll be back with uh our screencast usually we go screencast first but because we got to break this sports news um you know we usually are doing that but you know what i'm sorry i feel like i'm jumping the gun and i didn't do a good enough job we didn't talk about your two teams facing off in the premier league
2: you know we didn't and this is usually when we would talk about this it, is so. when
1: we would at the end of the episode so so, it's all in, so anyway thanks for listening to the nordies podcast <laughs> uh
2: we'll be back with you guys next week <laughs> Uh, so, not so fast my so friend so we had liverpool i'm not going to gloat but the, i'm psyched it's yeah yeah well, you go ahead defending explain, champ set it up.
0: liverpool um hosted the absolutely no, chelsea, new, hosted, chelsea hosted chelsea oh chelsea that. did yeah. uh ho- chelsea hosted the defending champs chelsea is pretty much a completely new team from last year
1: um so, except we don't have most of those new players healthy and ready to play yeah, and so. you still have the goalie isn't That's the biggest issue. Well, he's playing out of position.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, in this game... um, He's much better to hand towels out on the side. That's usually his thing. He gets the towels right on time to the people that need them. So, here's your updates on uh,
0: Premier League. I'm going to go really fast on Premier League updates. You guys can interject whenever you want. No, go fast. Chelsea... No, they're not. Everton is. That's crazy. Um, So, Chelsea uh, was looking... You know, scary on the counter, but Liverpool was in control in the first half. Uh, Christensen takes a terrible, terrible red card.
1: Right before halftime. Right before yeah, halftime. Just tackles it, dude. Uh,
0: Two Mane. goals in short uh, time from Mane uh, to put Chelsea away to nothing. And we missed the penalty. Yep. So not not exactly a great performance not from, what we wanted. from uh, Chelsea, but uh, they will be back. They're going to be the kind of team who, you know, they're they going to be much stronger come the end of the year than they are right Is now. Is it Havertz? Yep.
2: He time. looked scary. He's going to be. Really and he sick. was always Timo. in like a scary spot like like, oh shit. And Werner, okay. our fastest shit yeah. uh, striker
1: like that guy can move.
2: So, yeah, I mean, I think that Liverpool was really lucky that your dude decided to full on tackle Mane when he was on a breakaway. I don't think because we would. I don't think I think it would have been a draw. No, um, I
1: don't think we would have won. I think, I think yeah, it would have I been said, like
2: 1-0 or 2-1 Liverpool. Liverpool, yeah.
1: Liverpool is better, but
2: there it was a good, It was a really good close first half. And, you know, it was obviously 0-0 coming into the half. So, uh, you know, I don't know. But whatever. I'll take any win we can get. Absolutely.
0: Um, next up, you have uh, my favorite part of the weekend. Um, Manchester United in their first game of the year going down uh, 3-1 to uh, Crystal Palace at home. Wilfred Zaha, the former player who a lot of people believe was run out of Manchester United because he was dating the coach's daughter, um, ends up at Crystal Palace. He's one of the better players, one of the more underrated players Are of the still last Are they together? Years. No. No. Oh um and he had two goals for them uh they were constantly harming United on the counter and uh, United missed a couple easy chances in the game uh they lose 3-1 they start the year in dead last
1: and De Gea is a problem for them too De Gea is an absolute issue for I them I mean I would take De Gea over Keppa in an well, instant well the thing is
0: with them is they also have Dean Henderson who is like one of the best keepers in the league from last year Chelsea
1: asked about Dean Henderson and they like you could hear like cackling in the background. They like hung <laughs> hung up the phone immediately, you know. Um, yes, yeah, so you have that. Uh and then um Everton, like
0: I said, is absolutely killing people right now. Um Calvert Lewin had a hat trick as one of the bright young players. I had a goal too. Yep. yep. And then you had a really ugly, not very fun to watch Arsenal win over West Ham. And then I would say the team of the week. I hate to say this. Tottenham Hotspur they lost to Everton in the first game of the year but this week um they signed I don't know his name Regulon Regulian the left back from um Barca Real Madrid oh Real Madrid Uh, Spanish international 23 year old left back 27 million pounds no steal buyback clause this guy um I'm not saying he's going to be a sure hit in the Premier League because a lot of times these guys come from other leagues and they're a disaster And they go back to the other leagues, and they're great. So we don't know for sure, but it looks to be a really smart signing. A lot of teams wanted him. United was heavily linked with him for quite some time. So it was a good signing. And then, in bigger news, they brought back maybe their greatest player ever. I think so. Gareth Bale. Maybe Clint Dempsey.
1: Bale's back. (laughs)
0: Bale is back. Uh, they're paying thirty percent of his wages, which is two hundred and forty thousand pounds per week. week.
1: Yeah, it's insane. So,
0: dude is making like
1: forty Not million bad. a year. He's just he was just golfing.
0: He was literally just golfing, and now he's back playing with Spurs. Um, I hate Spurs. I hope Spurs finish in thirteenth place.
2: It lit a fire. I up.
0: am also kind of excited that Gareth Bale is back in the league to be
1: honest. It's with a you. it's a great storyline and it, and it goes along with your we want the best players in England. Let's bring them all in and then let's duke it out. I want it's going to be a bloodbath.
0: Because because everything is is that um, Arsenal hasn't done a lot of business, right? They don't have tons of money. They need to sell some players. In a lot of years, I have assumed that they were their business would be pretty well done. But as Chelsea and now Spurs and Cities buying every center back on earth. Tiago, to, yep, to Liverpool. Yeah, just to Liverpool. Even Liverpool bought somebody. It puts pressure. And they brought Jota.
1: Yeah. Well, yeah. he's not done yet, but... It sounds like it is a... Uh, personal terms agreed, yeah. fees not agreed. Yet. So
0: massive deals are happening. It's going to only pressure other teams and even on down that list to go out and
1: get big players. Well, look at Everton. Yep brought in like three really solid players yeah. and, and what it does to the to the roster
0: it just makes the league more fun so i'm excited about that it'll be fun and hopefully um, my team can still pull out a win even with gareth bale there but that's that's the best part of the league when
2: do you play him next do you know well is next week like, we play liverpool i know championships
0: I on the line already
2: i would try to make can't plans with believe, you guys but i'm guessing it's going nowhere
0: the problem is it's on a monday at two but oh that's perfect i might for me. be able to skip school i'll <laughs> we'll see Ooh. we'll see i might take a might take a little time off personal okay. day well you love mental me health day yeah i might take a mental health after day. one week might just day off.
2: <laughs> i might say i have a scratchy throat covid like symptoms covid like <laughs> covid like you can use that uh,
0: this is gonna be bad when like i don't realize that like people at my district are listening or something but um yeah so that's the championship is already on the line this is crazy yeah, earliest the ch- title will ever be
1: decided. Well, the, I love it. Let's go. One of the crazy <laughs> <Good> things. <luck. laughs> one, of, one, of the, one of the best things about bringing in lots of top talent for. I mean, and if you want to consider Everton like a top eight club, um, which they have normally been up until the last few years, but then they can beat up on the cities and the liverpools and like maybe force draws mm-hmm. or you know what I mean, like just just chip away at some of those points and make the league that much more competitive, which makes it way more exciting at the end. We almost and, lost to Leeds. You never know, exactly. Yeah, and and you you didn't like handily beat a ten man Chelsea. No, you know what I mean. Right, like, and I'm not saying Liverpool was not the best team, but just good football this year. Just I feel great. Like. Yeah. That, that's what we need. And when when City and Liverpool like run away with it out of the gate, that's not great for the league. Right. So to to lift everyone else up, and maybe take some points away from Liverpool and City just to make it more competitive, is better for. Uh, the Premier League overall. I agree. Not for your club specifically. Right, right. But for the league though. as a whole. Yeah. yeah. I mean, imagine if it comes down to the last week. And let's just, we'll just, for the sake of argument, let's say Arsenal's down a point to Liverpool and Arsenal needs four goals against Southampton at St. Mary's and Liverpool's playing at home against, I don't know who. Hopefully, and, City, and they've yeah, probably <laughs> probably not the last game of the season, but like you know what I mean. And it's a team that's like maybe fighting relegation, mm-hmm, and yeah. they have to
2: win in order to stay up. And you know those a are the, those are those are the, those are the exciting storylines. A little close for my comfort, but some version of that, yeah.
0: I, as a fan, just wanted to come down to the wire. Yeah, like I like I still like I get the chills. Yeah,
2: I mean you say that because you don't think that Arsenal has a real chance at the title. I don't know i mean if you were like I, that I, favorites coming in you wouldn't necessarily well say arsenal's that. on plan a this year they're gonna come out of the gates hot <laughs> I, I think
0: i think that that the league is gonna be more Triggered. competitive from like one to ten <laughs> this year i think one to. then 10 it has been in a long is time it's gonna be yeah. tough yeah. i just think that there's a lot of money in this league and there's not a lot of money in other leagues and you can see that these top teams are all hunkering down with a bunch of talent and they're just like we can go for it no one else can everton so, brought
1: in jaimes rodriguez who was like one of them after yeah. the 2014 World Cup was like the most sought after player yeah. in the world. Yes. Crazy. And he's playing for Everton. <laughs> yeah. In, on the east or the west side of like the UK. Yeah. Unbelievable. Things are crazy
0: right now. Um, yeah. I'm excited about it. Uh, we have big games coming up. I think City's first game is uh, tomorrow, Monday. Um, so things are getting getting wild here. That so. Merseyside
1: Derby is going to be wild. Yeah. Can't wait. Yeah. You
0: know? all right guys um that's all the time we have we we faked an outro here but we really talked premier league after. are you serious about it now? this time i'm yeah, serious okay. um,
2: the producer needs
1: to know though like uh, yeah you gotta real. give me gotta give me a heads up <laughs> i uh, almost hit the stop button uh, yeah
0: that is all we have for you guys please check out our other episodes this week we got two more coming for you guys um but guys until next week thank you guys for listening to the Nordies podcast